everyone a very warm welcome to another exciting episode of psychology talks and uh, i was looking forward to this episode for so long because this is one of my most favorite topics and this the topic of today's episode is unveiling the enigma of dreams in this episode we'll try to understand the sleeping mind that when a person experience a different level of consciousness when they are in sleep they may be able to connect with different realm different uh, state of consciousness and they may be able to access different type of information so today we're going to discuss that what kind of dreams do you see why do you see and what meanings or what these dreams are telling you or how you can relate these dreams to your waking life and the guest speaker today is david dibble he is one of the most amazing person he is an expert in dream interpretation he has written books about it and he's been doing the dream interpretation for more than 15 or 18 years he is the founder and ceo of new agreements inc and a creator of 3d change management in healthcare his contribution to the field of dream interpretation are truly outstanding so let's welcome david dibble hello david hello i'm breen thank you for having me on your show thank you so much and thank you so much for joining us today it is an honor to have you on my show <laughs> Well, it's an honor to be here and I can hardly wait to dive into dream work and dreams. Yeah, I mean, I've been waiting for this for so long and because I wanted to discuss about this topic as it is one of my most favorite uh, topic. I've been trying to gather knowledge uh, reading book about uh, books about it, but literally I haven't been able to actually discuss this topic with uh, Uh, with anyone except you before that so it was an amazing experience and you have given me so much uh, information and so much to think about in different directions so it was it is an always an amazing interaction and conversation with you so, <laughs> yeah. it was amazing yeah so uh, i i've given a very very little uh, introduction about you that you are the founder of 3d management and you have done um so much work on dream interpretation and you've written books about it but let our audience know about you that how you started your journey what was your career and how you ended up in this uh field sure i um i had done a lot of uh, personal work uh, starting in around uh 1980 or so and um so i'd done all sorts of stuff you know i had read books and been to workshops and been in ashrams and temples and teepees and pyramids and you name it and um in 1987 i ran into one of the most brilliant people that i've ever met uh to this day and his name was dr alvaro lopez waterman and he had been studying the sleeping dream state for about 10 years and had written couple thousand or more pages of research on it and this is important all of the research that he had brought forth 
came from dreams. So he wasn't actually, you know, researching other people's work and that sort of thing. Um, he was doing a thing called dream assignments, where basically he could ask a question um, in a specific way in a, in a letter to inner wisdom or soul or uh, that part of us that knows everything and get perfect guidance in a dream. So he'd basically done thousands of these dream, uh, dream assignments over 10 years. And when I looked at some of his research, I did, it blew me away. I went, oh my gosh, you know, this is just remarkable. And um, I, I tend to do this. So I get really excited about things that are new and so forth. So I said, I'd like to learn it. And um, he kind of laughed. He said, a lot of people want to learn it until they find out what it is. Um, but um, he agreed to take me on as a student. And I was with him for about six years. And my deal with him was uh, once I learned it and mastered it, then uh, I was going to write a couple little books about it, which I did. And um, that sort of was the, the unveiling of dream work uh, into the world. Yeah, amazing. I mean, uh, literally uh, joining the dream work through uh, inspiration from the work of Alvaro. So tell us about the dream work, what exactly it is. And how do you interpret dream? Well, uh, great question. Uh, there are actually two um, integral parts uh, to dream work. Uh, one of them is dream assignments and dream interpretation. And the other one is called character types, uh, basically character types of the mind, which uh, describe basically how the four parts of the mind communicate with each other and create a reality, really. Yeah. Uh, today, I'm just going to talk about uh, the dream work, uh, dream interpretation side of it, because uh, character types is a whole other uh, topic that uh, we probably need more time for. But um, dream work is actually really simple. Um, it's uh, doing uh, dream assignments, and dream assignments are a simple letter that is written to inner wisdom, where you can ask pretty much any question. It's written in a specific way, very simple. And then when you have a dream, uh, you write the dream down and then you uh, follow the instructions of uh, inner wisdom in interpreting uh, that dream. And when you interpret the dream, you get the message or the answer to the question. And um, that's sort of a dream work and dream interpretation in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, interesting to uh, know about this. But one thing I would actually ask you, do you actually think that every dream has a certain meaning or uh, when, when we have some dreams, we have some knowledge or some information in a decoded way or it's just the random thoughts created because a lot of theories are there like this that, you know, when someone uh, goes into sleep, the, the mind start dumping all these thoughts and you know the information so do you think that every dream has certain meaning or very few has a meaning or it's just no me meaning of it? <laughs> <laughs> um no uh, according to dream work um every single dream yeah. has a meaning and that meaning is the information or the guidance from inner wisdom that tells us um, exactly what we need to do to be 
whole, complete human beings in this particular lifetime. Now, the, the message itself is sent every night. Um, yeah. Normally, the, the mind, you know, the, wakes up in the morning and it's really loud and it drowns out this very subtle message. But you can hear the message. It repeats all day long. You can hear it in deep meditation and you can also, uh, quotes, hear it uh, as intuitive hits uh, during mm -hmm. the day. But that's really, uh, the, the dream is basically the conduit by which this message is relayed from inner wisdom, hopefully all the way, you know, to our conscious mind. But uh, in many cases, it doesn't make it that far, it gets drowned out. Yeah, we have one question uh, from Robert. Uh, thanks for joining, Robert. And he's saying that what if the dream leads to more question instead of an answer? So... Uh, that's a great question too. And that, <laughs> that happens a lot yeah. because what you'll see is, um, the inner wisdom will always answer the bigger question. In other words, if you ask, uh, inner wisdom, well, why don't I have a red Ferrari? Uh, it's not going to answer that question. It's yeah. going to answer a question more like, um, uh, this is the reason that you're so insecure that you feel like you need a red Ferrari. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and of course, then the, that brings up additional questions. Yeah. Um, but it's not unusual, particularly in big things in life. Um, the things, you know, that are, you know, they're keeping you up at night. They're, uh, you know, they're on your mind all the time, those sorts of things. It's not unusual to have to do more than a single dream assignment to be able to get to the specifics of the answer to the question. Yeah, absolutely. I think like if I... I mean, recall whatever, like <clears throat> I've studied about dreams. And if I recall my experience about different types of dreams, it's all about actually every dreams give us a question, actually, <laughs> because it's kind of it gives us the uh, I see dreams as a kind of a puzzle because that tells us to find more knowledge and solve that, that puzzle instead of, you know, getting the answer. And then once it like we find the answer in the waking life, but in in the dreams we get the information. That's what my belief is. So yes, yes. Um, the the information um, that we need is there. Yeah. Now, can we can we sort of you know ferret it out? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that uh, is really powerful about dream work is. Uh, only the dreamer can know what it yeah. is that inner wisdom is trying to tell him or her. And so um, if we look at all of the symbols in a dream, and I will say in the vast majority of dreams, because there are some types of dreams where uh, it moves beyond the symbolism, but in general, um, all of the symbols in the dream are symbols of the dreamers, uh, the parts of the dreamer's mind. So yeah. if you look at the four parts of the dreamer's mind, remember all this came from dreams too. So um, this was starting back in the 1970s and it was talking about there were four parts of the mind. There was a masculine mind, a feminine mind, an authoritarian mind, and a spiritual mind. And they corresponded to the four parts of the brain, the cerebral cortex, the mammalian brain, reptilian brain, and at the time, the pineal, but at the time, the, the pineal was considered like the appendix of the brain. And yeah. it wasn't until 
decades later, they realized it's yeah. actually one of the most powerful parts of the brain. Absolutely. But yeah. DreamWork had told us even 10 years before that, that no, that was actually the most powerful part of the brain, mm -hmm. the only part of the brain that, uh, other than our retinas, it's light sensitive. And so yeah. connecting us to the universe yeah, and also connecting us to soul energy or inner wisdom. Mm -hmm. But those symbols that we get in the dream are of one of the four parts of the mind communicating with the other parts of the mind. And yeah. if you believe that we create our... Uh, our reality inside out, then basically what we are looking at is the DNA of the human experience. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true because a uh, lot of things that we don't understand in the waking life, this kind of information is actually maybe received or this is kind of information is our inner wisdom is giving in our dream. Okay, so I, I want to ask that, what about uh, nightmares or the night terrors or some uh, like the dreams which do not create very pleasant experience? So what does that mean? Well, it depends. Um, normally uh, a nightmare, you know, very, very scary. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, that's uh, inner wisdom uh, trying to get your attention. Mm -hmm. And um, you'll see inner wisdom uh, knows how to go about that. Um, recurring dreams, you know, yeah. people have the same recurring dream, could even be a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, you'll see that uh, inner wisdom is, is really uh, trying very hard to get through to you at the, at the level of the mind, uh, what it is that you need to know. Yeah. And the interesting thing is once you get that message, uh, almost always the recurring dreams will stop. Yeah. Um, once you get the message, uh, you, the night terror type dreams and so forth, they too will stop. So um, generally anything uh, in the dream state that is highly emotional, highly emotional uh, will be uh, something where inner wisdom is really trying hard to get something that's very important across to you. Yeah. Okay, so that leads me to another question. Especially, people have nightmare when uh, they have some kind of trauma or something. So, what does that mean? Is the inner wisdom telling them about the trauma, or because uh, I have uh, read a lot about it, and I've known people that when they go through certain trauma, they start to have recurrent nightmares. So is it, is it the indication that they need to resolve the trauma or what could be the meaning of that? Most likely, and I won't say in all cases, but most likely it is uh, inner wisdom's attempt to get you to complete whatever that trauma is. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that uh, we see a lot with trauma, um, particularly emotional trauma, is uh, people keep going back and reliving it. And one of the things that we know is that whatever we put our attention on expands. That's just the way the mind works. Uh, so for instance, uh, Mother Teresa would never go to an anti-war rally because she knew if she put uh, her attention on war, even if it's anti-war, war would expand. 
Now, she would go to a rally for peace because that would be putting her attention on peace mm -hmm. uh, and expanding peace. It's the same way for trauma. So um, trauma is a lesson. It's a life lesson. And once you complete the lesson, in other words, you get it, you get the message. Okay. Yeah. It normally starts off something like, what are the benefits that yeah. accrued to me through this trauma so that you can complete it? And once you complete it, then uh, basically you'll stop having uh, the, those dreams about taking you back to those traumas. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think these, uh, those uh, like dream, maybe it could be nightmare or some dreams which can create some uneasiness. It tells us to uh, complete the trauma or to understand or, or resolve the trauma, I would say that uh, rather than you know just try to hide from the feelings or trauma so one more thing i would also want to ask are there any symbols if, um, like you would say like for example if someone sees a snake that means this or if someone sees like like people often uh, say that they uh, see dreams about flying high or maybe falling dreams so these kind of dream which are kind of universal do you think that these have the same meaning or do you think that it's uh, uh, it doesn't have any like general meaning? Uh, I, I don't believe it has a generic meaning. Um, I think it has specific meaning for each dreamer, though. Okay. So whether it's falling or whether it's, you know, there are all kinds of things that, you know, people talk about, yeah. you know, different types of dreams. Uh, but no, um, the dreamer is the only one that can know, like, what, okay. what does that really mean? Yeah, yeah. So unlike the other, there are uh, people who tell that like if you keep on seeing maybe the falling dreams or if, you, if you're seeing someone chased by uh, enemy or something, so they, they usually have some generic meaning. So it's, it doesn't work like that. Every dreamer has their own specific meaning, right? Yes, and um, that's, that's why I would always caution uh, anyone uh, about anything that is uh, generic around dreams, yeah. because uh, it's uh, highly unlikely that there is even a generic meaning for any dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So would you like to share any of the dream interpretation, which, because I know people are like the audience uh, listening to it, they may be wondering that what would it be like to have their in dream interpreted. So if you can share any dream, maybe of your client, of yourself, and then uh, share the interpretation. Uh, sure. Um, okay. Okay, this is many years ago. Okay. Um, but I had a client and uh, she was uh, a high performing uh, client. I uh, had a great job, uh, but her life was falling apart. Uh, she was worried. Uh, she thought maybe her husband was cheating on her. He was very distant. She was very concerned about that. Her relationship with her daughter had kind of uh, regressed um, and work was taking, you know, more and more of her time. So uh, she wanted to do a dream assignment and just ask uh, in her wisdom about her relationship with her husband. And so we did. And um, in, in the dream, um, I'll just, this is kind of a snippet of it, but in the dream, uh, there was, um, 
a policeman and the policeman was uh, very angry and she was really afraid. And he was kind of walking toward her. And um, as he was getting close, uh, closer uh, to her, um, she saw that um, the policeman uh, looked like her boss. And, and here he was very angry and looked like maybe he was going to do something you know, bad to her and that sort of thing. And then all of a sudden, he got this big smile on his face and he walked over and he put his arm around her and said something to the effect that, hey, everything is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And so this thing uh, in, in a dream and in dream work, dream interpretation is called a turning point in the dream. And in the, a turning point is created when the dreamer is feeling one way in the dream, something happens, and then they feel another way. And wherever there's the most emotional uh, or most emotions around that event, is probably going to be a key point um, in in the dream. So this turning point, the problem is on the one side of the turning point and the solution is on the other. And so the problem is that she's really, you know, she's afraid uh, of her boss and, um, and um, she's, uh, you know, she's worried that, uh, you know, something bad will happen and that sort of thing as it relates to, to the boss. And um, on the other side, she realizes, oh, no, uh, actually, he's a good guy and he's, uh, he wants to help. So here we have problem solution. Now, what's really important here is that she asked a question about her husband and okay. in her wisdom answered, uh, answered that her problem was not with her husband, it was with her boss. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I and get so, it. Yeah. So okay. we put a whole strategy together. It turns out she didn't have a schedule and the boss was calling at all hours and she was having a runoff and was neglecting her husband and neglecting her daughter. And, and um, so in order to fix her problem, she, we had to fix uh, her relationship with her boss. And so we put a whole strategy together to do that. And in the process of putting that strategy together, we also put a mini strategy together uh, to uh, help her in the relationship um, with her husband, open up lines of communication, that sort of thing. And of course, we found out that, no, he wasn't cheating. He was just feeling neglected. And so we were actually able to really turn her whole life around uh, out of just just a dream or two. Yeah, amazing. I mean, that's how... Uh, that's the power of the therapy, dream therapy, because as now it it gives so much um, understanding like how these dream works because we see these dreams every night, right? But if we just try to decode these messages, it can change our lives. So that's that's really amazing. Uh, now I'm coming to another question. Um, what about the lucid dreams? Um, if I tell you about my experience, like I used to have nightmares as well, but when I tried to be in control with lucid dreaming, I was able to, you know, control my nightmares as well. So I know it has its signs. So what are your, what is your opinion about lucid dreams? Lucid dreams are amazing. Yes. Um, 
And for people who <clears throat> dream lucidly, there's this huge opportunity to go into the dream and change the dream to be the way that you want it. And if you do that, uh, you will change your life. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it speeds up everything. Uh, I'll give you an example. This is, again, way back. But um, I had a lucid dream, and I'm sitting in class, and I'm sitting in one of these little chairs, you know, and I was a grown-up. And so it was, like, really tight in this chair and so forth. And um, there was a teacher in front of the room, and then there were all these other students who were actually uh, people that I knew that were sort of on a spiritual path, and, you know, we mm -hmm. did a lot of things together and so forth. And um, that one of the people in, uh, that was sitting as a student uh, in front of the teacher said, well, you know, David doesn't know what he's doing. And the teacher turned around to me and said, um, well, yeah, it's clear. You don't know what you're doing. And uh, I was sitting there thinking, well, that's really, that's no good. I mean, I do know what I'm doing. And yeah. so uh, in the dream, um, I turned around to uh, the person who had said he doesn't know what he's doing. And I said, um, I just want you to let you know that I really do know what I'm doing. And I turned around to the teacher and I said, I know what I'm doing. I said, I have been hesitant to take it out into the world um, because honestly, I've just been a little insecure, but I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And the teacher turned around to the group and said, he really does know what he's doing. Wow. And at that point, the other um, students got up and they came around and they gave me a group hug. And <laughs> literally that dream, I was able to take uh, what I call my work. So I've got, you know, kind of three or four different parts of my work, but sort of that um, spiritual teacher part of my work um, out into the world in ways that I had never been able to before. So yeah. A wonderful opportunity for you know those of you who find yourself in a lucid dream. Um, you can change a dream. One caveat: it always yeah. has to be for the better good of all. Yeah. So how how you can how a person can be in control in the dream? I know that for me, I did a lot of practice. But what is your opinion on that? Practice, practice, practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> believing, I think the first thing is believing that you can be in charge no matter what. <laughs> so that's one thing. And uh, the other thing is that because I used to have a lot of nightmares and I just said, no, I don't want these nightmares. I want to be in control. And once I just did that, when, when when I was scared by the demon or so, I said, no, I was just, just going to kill the demon. So Anna did that. And, and after that, no more nightmares. So that's, that's how I think it should be. What I was just doing is that I wanted to get rid of all these nightmares. And I did a lot of study about the lucid dreams and how can we be in charge, especially in the dream. And then... It's as you mentioned that it just needs practice, especially before going to sleep. You just need to tell your brain that what do you want to see in the in the dreams. Yeah. Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, you can do a dream assignment. That's a really powerful way. We're yeah. talking about doing oh, yeah. your work before you go to yeah. sleep. Yeah. Uh, but you can actually do a dream assignment. Uh, that's yeah. very powerful. And ask inner wisdom. 
um, if um, it will allow you to have to start dreaming lucidly. Yeah. So, so what are the dream assignments, basically? It's it's really really simple. It's a, a letter that we write to inner wisdom before we go to sleep. It'll normally have a salutation of some kind or a mantra or something that's kind of at the top, and then it'll have the date, and then it'll have what, how, whatever you want to call inner wisdom. You can say, you know, dear inner wisdom or dear God or dear spirit or whatever works for you. Yeah. And then you ask your question um, next, and then this is important, at, you close your request with, I ask you this so that I can become closer to you. Okay. And then you sign your name. Mm -hmm. when, the, when you have a dream, first thing in the middle of the night, write it <laughs> yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people forget the dreams and it's like most of the time they don't yeah. recall. Yeah. And the more you do of this, the better you'll get at it. And um, pretty soon you'll find, I, I really do recommend always do it. Always do the the written part of the dream assignment. I think, uh, I think I, I see it as an honoring of inner wisdom. Yeah, yeah. But one thing, of course, when you wake up in the middle of night, you feel so sleepy, <laughs> and you don't want to write. So I think uh, uh, it's best maybe to record whatever your dream because now we have a lot of technology available. So if if somebody feels sleepy like me <laughs> you can actually write down but I actually I really like to I think the best time to meditate when you wake up in the middle of night and uh, that's the best opportunity one can have <laughs> so we, they need to, they can utilize that yeah oh yes yeah 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 so um Time is actually finished, but my questions aren't finished. <laughs> so maybe one last question I do, which we were actually talking about before this show. Uh, what about the prophetic dreams? Do you believe in that or it's, again, just the creation of mind? Uh, I believe in that. Uh, I think it has to do with uh, vibration. We know that everything in the physical and in the non-physical universe is vibration. Yeah. And everything is there, past, present, future. And the way that we can access um, the different parts of that everything is by resonating with it at uh, basically the same, um, the same level. And so uh, people that have that ability to sort of move their energy, their energy or that energetic um, into um, sort of like the same wavelengths and so forth as uh, those areas that you want to access, you will access them. And then what you do with whatever it is, that information or whatever happens to exist there, then of course that's up to you. Yeah, yeah, that, that's great. I, I agree with you that this is maybe, this is the opportunity for us to access the information from the universe so yeah i completely agree so uh, we have covered a lot of topics of course we can go on and on about this topic because this is one of my most favorite topics uh, but before i actually end the show what one advice would you give to our audience today to um 
to use uh, dreams, their dreams in a productive way where they can actually, which can help them to create better life for them? Well, I, I would say to start looking into, uh, start looking into doing what I would call a few mini dream assignments. Mm -hmm. um, when I was working with Don Miguel Ruiz, who is, you know, famous for his book, The Four Agreements, um, he used to laugh. He would say, uh, oh, I'm working on the waking dream and you're working on the sleeping dream. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and so, you know, we actually took uh, some of the devotees, you know, through, uh, uh, through sleeping dream work as a way to accelerate their movement on their spiritual path, whatever that happened to be. And so that would be my advice is, uh, you know, look, um, look at uh, just maybe getting started in a very, very small way. Uh, do ask, you know, uh, ask a small question, write a small dream down. Um, sometimes you can actually, you know, interpret the dream without having to go through all the uh, what we call distillation of the various symbols and so forth, just by sitting quietly and asking uh, inner wisdom, what is it that you want me to know? Yeah. And uh, just get started and, and see if you can't, you know, start to bring a little bit of this forward for yourself. Yeah, that's true. I think that's the best way to tap into inner wisdom because uh, I know that waking life is important, but I think, if one third of our life is spent in sleep, that means it is also very important. And we can use that time to, to achieve our goals or to make our life a better life rather than just wasting this time. So I think that's, that's the way bigger opportunity for us to use this time more productively. So yeah so anyways thank you so much for joining us today um what is the best way when like if someone wants to connect with you so what is the best medium is it through email through linkedin or any other social media yeah just uh, drop me uh, drop me an email david at daviddibble.com okay. and um, i'm also on linkedin mostly on linkedin we're not talking about dreams that much but <laughs> i'm uh, i'm also happy to connect with you there Okay, so uh, I think I've already shared uh, your LinkedIn profile link uh, in the comments. I'll share your email address in the comments after this uh, show. So people, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, they can uh, email you. So thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your great wisdom with our audience today. Thank oh, you. Thank, thank you so much, Ambreen. Yeah. You are you're a gift. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. So are you. I mean, I, literally, I've never met someone who actually can understand at least what I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, that's really amazing. So thank you. And uh, thanks to all the audience who joined us today. And I hope this session was enlightening for you. So thank you and have a great day.